Fill up your camelbacks and don't forget the bear spray because we're coming to you live from the side of a dangerous mountain to give you all our best tips on day hiking. Tip number one, never record a podcast from a side of a dangerous mountain. It's not safe and frankly, it's just bad podcasting. This episode, Kristen educates us on best hiking practices and shares what she's learned from hiking all throughout Maine and around the United States while Grace butts in with her tips on how to pack for your sensory needs and ADHD hiking mistakes to avoid. Then, it's nothing but goofing as we share our current hyperfocuses and divulge piping hot pizza secrets, one of which sends Kristen into an emotional spiral. Come suckle at this little tea of an episode, where the knowledge you'll gain far outweighs the sacrifice of having to hear us say suckle at the tea. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room or you're hypersensitive to touch then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock bitches stimming together we're weirds of a feather weirds of a Welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD-adjacent podcast. I am your host, Grace, and then ideally, Kristen would be here to say, and I'm your host, Kristen. No, that's not a good Kristen. Let's see. And I, I don't know how to do this without being offensive. I'm just going to move on. Anyway, Kristen is not here because I, once again, me, it's Grace. I know I had you fooled with the voice, but it's just me here alone in the pod loft. I am once again paying for our decision to cut a regular episode in two, and I am having to make a new introduction for this one all on my own. This whole thing has been quite the ordeal, hasn't it? For me, more than any of us, really. Thank God I'm so brave. All right, I was going to fuck around and maybe even come up with a crazy morning question and pretend to be Kristen, blah, blah. But then I realized I would have to edit it, and I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to plop you right on into the episode. All right, that's it. That's the introduction. I'll see you on the other side of whatever this next thing is. My body is ready. (laughs) My mind is not here. My mind is blank. My mind is elsewhere. Okay. 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 So we've got bubbles down. Yeah, we've nailed yeah. the bubbles. We've almost nailed drum slash bass. Kind of. Karen blew me out of the water, so I'm like ashamed yeah. to revisit that yeah. one. What a what other we could do the there? kazoo, but we just Ugh. did kazoo. You know, it's a lot of kazoo. It's a lot of kazoo. I think if we do kazoo, you ha- we both kazoo. Oh, double kazoo! You know? I haven't been practicing like you have. I practice every day. I know. I know you do. Sometimes double. Sometimes double so, sessions. Two a days. <laughs> two a days. <laughs> it's preseason. Because you preseason. Because you preseason. Got to get ready for the season. <laughs> All right. But you should start telling people that, that you're training <laughs> for the season, the upcoming season. No matter what season it is. Yeah. Just say you're training for the upcoming, upcoming season. Especially if season. sports come up. Like, oh, you guys training uh, for the upcoming season? Yeah, I'm doing two days for the kazoo. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. We I got gotta... a 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. session, and then, you know, later that night, I got to come back. I got 10 p.m. to uh, midnight. Yeah, but that's how we do. You got to hit the, the kazoo. kazoo. Yeah, if you want a kazoo, you got to put in the work. And you know what? It pays off. Yep. You Look at play, me now. You're playing kazoo. There we are. And no one has said stop that we know of. 
that we know of. We haven't been around for it if you yeah. have. So, so fuck off. Write us an email. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, we're default. Your we're not going to check that one. <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me do a little practice. Yeah, I was going to say the other uh, plan B could be that we just like change the instrument or the beat that I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I do it. I have trouble with rhythm. I'm not. I, oh, we both do. Or like, <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty musically inclined as a you know, you as did a go person, to fiddle camp. I feel yeah, I did good. Not to brag, but I, I did go to fiddle camp for years. I feel like I pick instruments up really easily, but then I have like really bad rhythm. Like I'm not good at being on beat. I just want to fiddle to my own tune. It's because you're white. It's like yes. in our gene. It's in our blood that we're just really bad at rhythm. Yeah, it's one of the many negatives of white people. Yeah, add it to the list. What if I go? These oh you gotta stop now that's it you gotta cut it off sorry keep going these are the collectors and these are their hobbies wait all right hey that one needs that one needs help but I think you could cut out that part where I lost where you went on for way too long. You just got carried away. I lost steam, but I kept that train going. That's the most important thing, as long as it's still going. Yeah. Except I needed I needed you to stop. And you didn't. But <laughs> I don't know the words to the song, I guess. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Why don't why don't you do the uh the drum the drums from now on? Okay, okay. Because do you want why, do is, why is the burden always on me? Do you want to do one more? Nah. No, okay. Nah. Let's just call it. You're happy. I'm I don't know about happy, but you get two to choose from. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Welcome to Hobby Collectors. This one is where we talk about hobbies and we kind of reflect on the fact that people with ADHD oftentimes collect, almost almost collect, they kind of pick up new things very quickly and then move on very quickly. <laughs> so they end up kind of almost collecting hobbies. Yes, we love to start things. Finishing is not our strong suit. Right, right, right. And we also have to follow the interest, you know, so yeah. our interest is always changing. Yeah. And this so. segment is in honor of all of those hobbies that we have started and maybe even discarded along the way. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that you fully committed to making a new social media account about and then <laughs> open an Etsy page. Yeah. Stamps.com account. Told everyone about it. Yeah. And then a month later, you're like, what? <laughs> I'm on to stamps now. Yeah. <laughs> is that so. collecting or just like rubber stamping? We don't know. We don't know. Both, maybe. Probably. All right, Krista, what's our hobby for today? We have one that's near and dear to my heart. It's hiking. Yay. Woo-woo. It's springtime. There's sun out. It's less muddy than it was. And today we're going to be exclusively talking about day hiking because I'm not really a backpacker. Have you ever been on like a... Oh, I thought you meant instead of night hiking. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have even thought to make that distinction. <laughs> Once the sun goes down, forget about forget it. Forget about it. So Kristen's instead of... <laughs> I am more of a, I go up right. the trail, I go back the trail, and then I go to my, whether I'm like camping at a campground, my my home base. Yes. I'm not someone who does the Appalachian Trail or the PCT, which no. is the Pacific Crest Trail. I'm not a backpacker where I have a big pack and then I go and then I camp along the way. No, I've never done that. I need my comforts. Yeah. I don't, it it's sounds like a lot, lot of work. It's a lot of work. Hiking is already a lot of work. Yeah. That's enough work for this me. Is, yeah. Maybe one day, but not today. <sighs> no. Today we're talking about day hiking because one, it's much easier to pick up. Night hikers, get out of here. <laughs> this isn't for you. This isn't for you. And that's wildly dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And you may be asking, but Kristen, what are your qualifications? Kristen, what are your qualifications? Well, I've hiked for a while. I'm, I'm yeah. hiking as we speak. Yeah. We're recording this on a hike? <laughs> on a trail. Doesn't the quality sound good? Yeah. That's how good of an editor I am. Yeah, you're great. Great at what you do. No, I've been hiking since I was a little kid. My dad, well, both my parents, but mostly my dad, because my mom, my mom is a glamper, not a camper, which is fine. So my dad specifically would take us to, we went to a lot of like state parks in Maine. Maine has a lot of woods. I don't know if you know anything about Maine, but there's a lot of forest. So we go out in the woods, we go hiking, and that was like our little vacation. Um, and so we've we've done a lot of camping. I've been doing this for a while. I did a lot of it when I lived out west. 
and I still do it today. Yeah, you've really become a big hiker, especially in the last few years. Yeah, I feel like I well, like the it. The last like I don't know, ten years, I guess. Yeah, you've really started going on a lot of big hikes. You're yeah. very motivated with it. You're good at like actually getting out there. I like hiking also. I also grew up, yeah, you know, going on hikes. Yeah, we've with done my plenty parents. of hikes together. Yes, but it's like with skiing, where I like it once I'm there, but I don't always have the drive the to get planning, myself to yeah. do it. Because it's like that's a lot is of work. A little bit, you, there's, I think, there's a lot more at stake with skiing. But yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, but. You are very good at being motivated to go hiking and planning it and like yeah, it's a get lot it, of getting us out on those trails. Last minute preparation I do a lot of. Cause what other preparation is yeah, there? I think it's that's what I'm really good at. Mm. Oh, we're going tomorrow? Let's plan. Yeah. I've been hiking throughout New England. I've been to Arizona for hiking. I've been hiking in Oregon, Washington, Arkansas. That was a weird trip. Uh, Gab, I know you're listening. Uh, Ohio, Kentucky, and California. And and I think it's great. You know, it provides a lot of happiness. I like being out in the sun, um, lots of physical activity and get to see some incredible views and stuff or some trees, some ferns, and just gets you out in nature and it makes me happy. So I like to do it and I want to share with you. Please share. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I don't have to explain what hiking is compared to like my bonsai hobby. Yeah, I feel like most people have a general sense of, you know, the concept of hiking. Concept of hiking. But for those of you who don't, there's a trail and you walk on it and you're outside. Bada bing, bada boom, you got to hike. But here's a question. When does a walk become a hike? What's the Mm. distinction between a walk and a hike? Distance. Do you need elevation or is it distance? No, because you can do flat trails. Okay. So it's not the elevation, it's the distance. I guess What about, so. I feel, well, I was going to say, what yeah. about like being in the woods, but then there's Arizona. I've also done a yeah. hike in Arizona and you're not in the woods at all. No, you're in but the But you're desert. in an element, maybe being in, but any anytime you're outside, you're in we'll the elements. We'll take a poll on it. We'll ask a question. Right. When What's the difference between a walk and a hike? When does a walk become yeah, a hike? Yeah, when does a walk in the woods become the hike? And when does a hike become a, uh, become a walk? Yeah. Let us know. Big questions. All right. Here we'll from wait. the wolf. Well, we're yeah, waiting for we're your waiting. answer. No, we're not waiting. <laughs> I can't wait. You never can. I think, you know, for the longest time, I was like, I like the loop trails where you make one like circle. Hmm, but I think I, I like, like the up and back. I like to have a destination because then you're like, Ba-da! and then you go back. I like to also know how much it's going to be on the way back. Yeah. Whereas with the loop, you have no idea. Yeah. That's, those are Unless you look at a map, but yeah, who yeah. wants to do that? I have a lot of tips and a lot of things to talk about. So let's move on. What do you need to get started? And the great thing about hiking is you can make this as intense or not intense as you want. But generally, I would advise people to bring a backpack, plenty of water, good fitting shoes, and many snacks. And for a lot of ADHDers, whatever you think is a good amount of water and snacks, more, double more. it. Double it. Yeah, I think I think not just for ADHDers, but for people in general, you just don't realize how much water, especially if it's really hot out. And I'll we'll get in, actually it's my next part. So. For water, it took me a very long time to figure out how much water to bring on a hike. I went through this phase where I wouldn't bring enough and then I overdid it and brought way too much. And now you're carrying like four extra bottles of water. Mm. Some people, if you look at the online forums, they go by like ounces per mile per person. In Arizona, they were like, you need one gallon per it was something crazy, like a gallon per mile per person. And I'm like, we're doing oh a nine God. mile trail. I'm not drinking. That's so much water. That's so much. But I think if you were doing that and like we did it, you know, kind of in the off season where it wasn't so hot. But I guess if it's like 110 degrees. Mm. But then you also have people in Arizona who brought like half a Poland spring water bottle for a nine mile trail. And they're like, it's really hot out. And Ugh. you're like, oh, my God. You might die. I'm concerned. <laughs> Jeez. So it totally depends on the weather. Obviously, in the summer, if you're in a really hot environment, if you're in a really humid environment, too, it's you're going to drink more. If if it's fall or early spring, you probably won't drink as much. But what I found was really helpful because I am someone who forgets to take water breaks and forgets to take um, like I'll take a snack break, but I won't drink any. I forget to drink the water. Mm. It happens a lot. I have the little camelback. It's like a on the back water pouch thing. <laughs> little Camelback is usually a brand. I didn't know what the generic brand was called, but turns you into a little camel. Yeah, but that and it has that big loopy straw thing that goes up through your backpack over like the shoulder. Hose. Yeah, and then you kind of just like suck on it. <laughs> you can suckle at the teat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a really gross way of putting it. But yeah, so you can kind of just suckle at the teat <laughs> as you're on the trail. You're normalizing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have said I really, that, you're normalizing yeah, it. I really hate that I just said that. But but you can. You can kind of drink as you go so you don't have to take water breaks. If you don't feel like it, you should take breaks if you feel like it. Mm. But it, I think the hassle of like getting out your water bottle and untwisting it when you just need a little sip of roo, mm. um, it's a lot. So I got the Kimba back. I think it's a game changer and I would recommend it if you have the funds. Also, you should definitely rinse it out before you put like water in it because it smells like plastic and it's kind of gross. And remember to like empty it out after hikes yes. because otherwise you'll pull get, like uh, pull an old Ian pal and just leave your water sitting in it and it'll get all moldy. Yeah, that's gross too. Yep. Yeah, those are helpful tips. For a backpack, you can get like, you can go all out and get like a, you know, Osprey is a really good brand. And it has like the back support. So it kind of like keeps it off your back and shoulders and your hips do most of the the work there for carrying the weight and then it gets you off your back so your back's not as sweaty but you know what if you're just getting started like any old Jansport will do it's just gotta you gotta make sure you got your water and your snacks you know if you're doing like you know something that's several miles long and you're gonna do a lot of those maybe start looking into a better backpack but you know if you're just getting started you don't go all out figure out if you like it or not good advice yeah, because backpacks are expensive. Very. You know? Who would have thought? Another thing is you need comfy shoes. And at first I was like, you need hiking boots. You don't need hiking boots. Hiking boots are expensive. But you do need shoes with a very good tread. A lot of times, especially in the spring, things are very wet and slippery from things melting. Sometimes you'll still get snow at the top or ice at the top. Mm. So you need shoes with a good tread. You don't need like ankle high boots that cost like $200. That's crazy. You need shoes with treads because you're going to slip, you're going to fall, and you're going to break your ankle if you don't. And how do I know that is because I have been to Mount Katahdin with a person who wore, you know, very worn down shoes. And guess who was slipping and sliding the whole way home and ended up like twisting the living crap out of his ankle? Who did that? Uh, a friend of a friend. Shall remain nameless because I forget his name. <laughs> Don't want to uh, shame him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, be safe. And also I would say, you know, if this is your first time hiking or, or going distance, bring some like little band-aids or I even <laughs> uh, one day I was without band-aids and I had a friend who decided to break in her new hiking boots oh, no. on a nine mile trail. What? That was so, it was Dog Mountain in Washington. If you have any Washington listeners... That is a tough trail. It is like one of the hardest ones in that area. And she wore new hiking hiking sneakers. And she got these huge blisters. And we didn't have any band-aids, but I have panty liners for some reason in my bag. <laughs> so we padded her shoes with panty liners and she made it the rest of the way. Oh, uh, my nightmare. <laughs> but we were just like, I'm like opening up. There's other people on the trail. And I'm like, don't mind us. That's actually a really good solution. <laughs> it was a, it was in like, they're cheap, they're effective. Mm. So... Yeah, bring some panty liners. And then, so for snacks, my faves are grapes, clementines, apples. Those, I find that they have, like, good carbs and sugars for you so you can get going. But they also have a lot of water in those so you can get hydrated as well. And then my fave, my fave, my fave is a PB&J. Oh, so Um, filling. Yep, so filling, so good. And then every once in a while, I bring up a White Claw as a summit sipper. You know, you get to the top, (laughs) you get to pop one open to celebrate. You fancy bitch. Yeah fancy pinky up to get gear you know any hobby can become wildly expensive but if you're just starting out there's a lot of um gently used or discounted gear stores that you can go buy i know rei has a section that has like people have brought back their gently used stuff and then they resell it so you can get good stuff for discounted prices see your trading post is a great Ooh, yep i i love sierra training but i know it's owned by tj maxx and it's like very much fast fashion and whatnot but i do think they have really good deals on really nice equipment you just gotta look for them and you will probably end up spending two hundred dollars more than you thought you would yep yep that always happens yep yep if you don't have a friend or a car transportation is an issue <laughs> sometimes depending on where you are You can go to like meetups where they, you know, all meet up and and ride share over to the trail. When I heard of this, this was all like pre-COVID. So I don't know if that's happening anymore. Very much in Portland, Oregon. Mm. There was a lot of that going on. That makes sense. Don't hitchhike. 
don't hitchhike. That's that's how you get murdered. And we, we have a little se- section on safety. So here are my tips. Do you want to? Okay. Now is an okay time for you to talk about sunscreen because I sure? did forget it, but it is important. You sure? Yes. I don't want to overstep. Sunscreen. Okay. Yeah. Sunscreen. Uh, that's it. Just sunscreen. Oh, and tissues. If you're someone who gets runny noses at, you know, all seasons and you're bothered by that, which I very much am, and you might be too, uh, just bring tissues because if you don't have something to wipe your nose on, you'll be pissed. So. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's my little sunscreen. Also, if you pee in the woods, don't use a leaf because you don't know where that leaf has been. Yep. Yeah. Sunscreen is always great. But even if you're doing winter hikes, you Mm. need sunscreen because the snow, the sun reflects off the snow and you can get really bad sunburns with really bad sunburn tan lines. And a hat, a hat might also help with that if you don't like the feeling of sunscreen. Yeah. Or you can get those like sun shirts that have like the SPF. Oh, like what redhead kids wear at the beach? Yeah. What all my nephews who are super blonde and pale wear at the beach? Yes. Yeah. Those ones. My number, number, number one tip is always research the trail before you go on it, especially if you've never been up there before. Hmm. All Trails is my favorite app I use. So I look up the trail. It's good to find new trails. Um, You can look at reviews. You know, how well maintained is it? What are the conditions? Like one time I was all set to go and I looked last minute and I guess there was like a huge like yellow jacket issue on the trail. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not going hiking. <laughs> God, <laughs> Don't want to deal with that. So, yeah, definitely look up the conditions. Check the weather app. Check. Check the weather. Check the weather. As my mom would say. Shout out, hey, Google, what's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check the weather. Make sure you're prepared for whatever is going to come. And. Check. You can check state park websites too. That if it's in a state park, that's a really good resource. Mm. Um, and then checking the weather leads me to my next segment. My next little tip is to layer. Always layer. Bring layers because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know for sure. And sometimes the weather at the top of the mountain is completely different from what it is at the base of the trail. I'm going to link an REI article. We did it in our ski hobby collectors mm. way back. Yep. It's an article about how they layer, especially for winter hikes, but I think you can use this year round. And basically they recommend the three layer system, which is layer number one is moisture wicking, whether that's just like a tank top or if it's a long sleeve, depending on what time of the year you're going and what the temperature is. The second layer is warmth only. And then the last layer is your outer shell. So something that's waterproof, something with a hood maybe, like a like a raincoat. It works every time. It, it prevents you from bringing too many unnecessary layers or not enough layers because I've been in both of those situations and it's uh, always nice. That sucks. Yeah. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Our next next tip, next tip is getting a map. I was going to sing the door Explorers. I knew you I, were. <laughs> I was going to, I'll, I'll refrain because I think we'll get sued, but. I saw it on your face. Um, oh, get a map. Um, look at the map on the All Trails app. Look at the map on Sometimes they have a map at the head at the head of the trail. Take a picture of it. Just figure it out. Get the map. You can print it out ahead of time or take a picture, download it to your phone ahead of time. Just make sure. Don't like link it to your email because what if you don't have reception? You ever think of that? And well, it's I only because it's happened to me before. And I'm like, oh, my email's not working. And you're like, oh, I have no reception. I feel like most of the good tips I have in life have only come about because I've gotten fucked in that exact situation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I noticed when I was hiking, when I was living out west and hiking a lot out there, the trails are not marked well or as well as they are in Maine. Maine, they have a really nice marking system. Huh. I wonder um, why that is. And it is nice. So out west, it's kind of like, figure it out. Um, And I always had trouble getting to the trail, finding the trailhead. And then once you're on the trail, there's always like a lot of different little pathways. Some people try to make their own trail. And that's a terrible idea Mm. unless you really know what you're doing. You can get all these like solar power GPS units. Actually, my brother just bought me one for my birthday sweet so i'll try i don't know how i'm gonna have christopher figure it out because i don't it's too much technology for me he's your tech guy yeah (laughs) he's our tech guy yeah he is our tech guy actually Um, so that will be fun this spring but i get unlimited data so i usually follow on the all trails app make sure i'm not like way off trail no brag 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 i know i know (laughs) just kidding it's It's, not really a brag it's only because (laughs) i've got unlimited data (laughs) i have unlimited data so this is important to me because i kept getting lost and i didn't want to die 
like oh the queen of Maine yeah with her unlimited data <laughs> no, it's not that it's just I I realized I kept using I know all you're my not... data because I kept getting lost I need to get back on the app so then I just realized I just need to pay for the data I know anyway I know it's not a brag I'm not bragging I know and I'm making fun of many times I'm making fun of you getting so defensive as if I'm really calling you out defensive for that being a brag I'm upset (laughs) this isn't like 1998 right (laughs) sorry Speaking of my low technology, I also have, I have my dad's, I need to get an updated one, the Ming Gazette. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yes, old I man. Feel like <laughs> I feel every do. old person in Maine has a Maine Gazette. Yes. I'm going to take a picture of it and post it. Basically, it's just a big old map of Maine and it's in a booklet. And and it's like a rite of passage. If you move to Maine and you want to be a Mainer, you got to get the Maine Gazette. Yes, and it can only be found in a cabin in the woods. This old, old man lives there. He's 102, and he is the keeper of the Maine Gazette. <laughs> no, you can get one at Hannaford. Oh, also Hannaford. <laughs> Hannaford, yeah, they had them on sale the other day. I should have got one because I need an updated one. But also in the back of the Gazette, they have like hiking trails you can do, and then they then you go to the little map that it's on, and it's, it's kind of convenient. I was going to say the Maine Gazette could be another little prize that we give out to people, <laughs> like with kazoos. Um, Send them They're a like gazette. $15. Well, it would have to be a big prize. All right. If we're asking our listeners to do a lot, Very like true. write us a brand new hobby collector song. Yeah. That would be like main gazette I'll worthy. Get, I'll, you know? I'll get you a main gazette if yeah. you want to write it. Or um, horse train meet cute. Yes. Thank yeah. you. you yeah, if my you're mind. taking the time to like write something out for us that's like lengthy. Yeah. We'll, I'll, I'll we'll send you a gazette. gazette. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If it's at least two hours worth of work or even one hour. Yeah. 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 We'll do it. That's worth it. Yeah. So the Maine Gazette, actually, you know what? Now it's going to bother me. I got to look it up. How much is the Maine Gazette? Twenty four ninety five. What? Twenty four ninety five. Oh, oh this was $17.50. That's probably an outdated issue. Mm. Anyway. Wow. I did not realize Maine it was so Gazette. expensive. Mine is, it's it's seen some things, but it's because it's my dad. So it's probably like 20 years old. Mm. But yeah, sometimes you're in an area where cell service is not reliable. Google Maps isn't working. Maybe you lose your phone. That's a really bad day. Have a backup plan for getting yourself out of the woods. Main Gazette. Uh, is this an advertisement? <laughs> yeah. It will we'll make a commercial for the, the Main the Gazette. Gazette. Well, hello there. <laughs> I'm Robert. <laughs> I want to tell you about the Main Gazette. Uh, my next segment, you ready? It's called Get That D. Oh, um, yeah. And basically by D, I mean beat. Uh, use bug spray, especially in Maine. There are mosquitoes, there's black flies, and there's so many ticks. And so many. a lot of them carry Lyme disease, which is really bad. Mm. Equine, what is that? Epstein Barr is a thing. Equine something. The e- equine virus Doesn't is that another mean horses? thing. Yeah, it's a, like a, a horse, horse virus. virus. Yeah, horse virus. What's it? It's like the EE. It's a really bad one. Oh, man. You're, I don't know at all what you're talking about. So you're, anyway, you giving me more hints is not going to There help. is a lot of viruses that mosquitoes tra- uh, carry. Ticks carry Lyme disease, which is actually a bacteria. I have yet to find... Black flies are super annoying and they hurt. Ugh. Yeah. I have never found a natural deep-free bug spray that can keep up with the main woods. Maybe in Washington where they like, don't have ticks or mosquitoes, which is crazy. They have they, they have, have like ticks I've, in I've, Oregon. They have some ticks in Oregon, but, but the mosquitoes are nothing like Which is Maine. insane. It was They're such like, a break. Oh my gosh, a mosquito. I'm like, "Oh my god." It was amazing. I was like overwhelmed by the amount of mosquitoes that are in Maine when we moved back. Yeah, I was like, I same. forgot how terrible this oh, is. Oh, yeah. That's why I hike in the spring and the fall. The bugs are less. Mm-hmm. In the summer, it's just it's not worth it to me. Yeah, swampy. Yeah. So, yeah, I have yet to find a deep-free bug spray that can keep up with Maine. The bugs are on roids here. <laughs> Yeah, and, I have no patience for like yeah. natural stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. Like, this is one of the few areas where you I know, need to be protected. I always w- bring both because I know the person I'm hiking with usually tries to go for the natural one first. And you want to teach them a lesson. And I, I go, I have the natural one or I have the deet. And they're like, no, I'll take the natural. And five minutes later, they're like, give me that deet. Give me that deet. Yeah. So, you know what? The, yeah, sure. Is deet kind of a carcinogen? Yeah. But you know what's really terrible? A thousand black flies in your face. Or Lyme disease. Or Lyme disease. That's also like can be debilitating. My niece had that. But she just, she had the acute version. She's made a full recovery. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Cheyenne. Yeah. <laughs> We're so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
You beat it. <laughs> Your father doesn't even listen to this podcast, yeah, so why would you? No. But <laughs> he like adamantly refuses, but that's okay. Some people are afraid to face their truth. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Lyme disease can be treated with an antibiotic but sometimes you can get like the chronic version which really sucks and that's terrible yeah so luckily she they found it pretty much right away she like presented with that big bullseye rash mm. and a bunch of fevers and they gave her bubblegum flavored medicine so she like she's like i think it's time to take my medicine <laughs> and they're like no you're done you've been done for a week you find her like chugging yeah it in she's the closet, like chugging the, covered in pink yeah <laughs> bubblegum yeah, she is. She loves sugar and she just, oh man, she even tells us, she's like, I like ice cream a lot because it has so much sugar. And I was like, goodness, uh, get a hobby. Anyway, <laughs> she's taking after you. I know. I do love sugar. Uh, here's a little tip. Get a disposable poncho. Just do it. It will, one of the, like, the plastic ones that come in like an envelope mm. and you can just put it over yourself your coat, your backpack, that oh. way, you know, even if you have your backpack comes with a rain cover, sometimes it leaks or sometimes it's not on correctly or sometimes it's just it's when it really starts raining and you're unex you unexpectedly find that it's raining. It really, really sucks. And disposable ponchos, they are worth it to me. How about that? This episode brought to you by yeah. disposable ponchos. <laughs> They're worth it to me. <laughs> I just, I guess when you hike in the Pacific Northwest where it rains all the time, like in the drizzle, it's fine. Mm. But when it really starts coming down and you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to like absolutely downpour. Or one time I got stuck in a, um, have you ever experienced thunder snow? No. That's, it's like terrifying. It's not a good sign. It's thundering and snowing at the same time. Um, it's really pretty, but it, not when you're on the mountain. Yeah. That's probably one of the worst places to I be. sprinted down with my friend that trail. Her dog was like, oh, this is so fun. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, disposable poncho. <laughs> they are plastic. Just uh, do it. Just do it. We came up with that slogan. Yeah, mm, kind of. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a big, a big thing about safety because trails are dangerous there's animals you can hurt yourself and there's also creeps just hanging out there's creeps in the woods creeps in the woods gotta watch out for them it's not best practice to hike alone that being said i love hiking alone and also it sucks <laughs> to you know be told as a woman that you shouldn't hike alone because it's right. dangerous it's right like Right. It's like everything is dangerous you know, as a woman. Just let us like, live. Don't run at night. And you're like, well, that's like the only time I can run. I yeah. don't run at night. I don't run. How about that? <laughs> How about don't murder people on runs? Yeah. yeah. How about that? So, yeah, I feel like you have a good list of things you can do to protect yeah. yourself as I a do. lone And this is what hiker, I do. Or so any lone hiker. Yeah. And, and so one thing is you want to tell as many people as who cares. So I am my designated. I it's basically you hmm. are the friend Gracie Christopher if I'm going alone. Where I'm going, exactly what trail for you guys, I usually say it's like near this city. And then I share my location with them. That way they know where I am where I when I died, you know? Yep. Yeah. Find my body. And so I can avenge you. Yeah. And you also say I should be back in like, you know, three yeah. or so hours. Yeah. If you don't hear me by like six o'clock, let me know. But that would also require me to remember that I'm supposed to hear yeah. from you by six o'clock. So it's always it's great that you haven't been murdered in the woods yet yeah. because every single time you're like made it safe I'm like oh shit go okay, or good. sometimes I've like, been waiting I find like a week later I'm still sharing my location with you and yeah. I'm like oh by the way <laughs> made it back good thing I checked on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so share your location tell people where you're going and what trail you're doing obviously like I said before do your research on the trail when I hiked out west, there were more like bears and big game there. And it was also the trails were bigger. Mountain lions. Uh, too, yeah. Right? Well, there's mountain lions in Maine. But weren't they like a specifically kind of a big threat around that time out yeah. in Washington? There yeah. was like someone got mauled by one. Uh, I think that was Colorado. Mm. He like choked it out. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would, what I would, inspirational be. story. Yeah. I would die. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you can bring a couple of things. So I think the most helpful thing is bear spray. Have you ever seen a can of bear spray? Yeah. It's like a spray paint can. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. And it, it like sprays out six feet. So it gives you quite a distance between. And it's like, it's not like pepper spray where you're like, I hope this is the right direction. It's clearly like a very clear nozzle and it attaches to a belt if you have it. Or I just put it in my backpack. 
You can also do hornet spray too, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think bear spray is the best, yeah. but hornet spray is also very bear good. Bear spray is $12 on Amazon and it is worth it. Although, yes. don't keep it in your car. I've been told, don't keep it in your car on a really hot day oh. because it will explode and then you'll have bear spray car. Bear spray car. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this summer. <laughs> Um, bear spray, so yeah, I think that's the most helpful because it gives, you know, whether it's a bear or an attacker or a lion or creepy lion. guys, um, it gives you quite a bit of distance between you and whatever's trying to get you. I also have a hunting knife and that's mostly for aesthetics. It's fucking huge. It was a gift. I love it. And I've never used it, but I will if I have to. But also within, if you are going to be in a tussle with another human, yeah. it can be very dangerous to have a knife. Oh, for Unless sure. Unless you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Just yeah. To, just to, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that. I would if, go to the bear spray yes. first. The hunting knife, I guess I bring it mostly for like, let's Animals. say I got really lost and I needed to like mm. put together a shelter. I can at least like cut some sticks yes, yes, and yes. stuff. And yeah. it has like a little, what's it called? A flint on oh. it to make. Yeah. That's so a good idea. Yeah. That's also, you can get also, there's a couple other like wilderness things you can get like a, like a space blanket where you can get warm and stuff, but eh, yeah. But yeah, for safety, bear spray, I would think, or at least even like pepper spray, probably be the most helpful you can get a knife but mostly is like making other people aware of your situation which is that you're going for a lovely hike hmm. yeah and i think that's it for my tips all right those are great any, tips. any questions about anything nope i think you my last question a lot of it okay as i interrupt you sorry <laughs> you just asked me a question on. do you have any questions <laughs> no good <laughs> I do have a question. Is this a good hobby for ADHD? Oh my gosh, huh. I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked because, yeah, it is. <laughs> and let me tell you why. All right. Because it's nice. You All are. Right. Yeah. We're done. End of story. I don't think I have to. <laughs> it's nice. No, it's, it's, I think it's good. It's, it's, gets you outdoors. Sometimes the sunshine, sometimes the rain. They're both nice. Sometimes sun is better. Um, <laughs> what a cool You get sentence. a lot of exercise. That's a lot of dopamine. You're in the fresh air. You're away from people. You get to see new things and experience nature. Yeah, I was going to say, being in nature is very good for us yeah. as humans. Yep. Hearing bird song birds. is very good for uh, calming your nervous system. You can take some cool photos for your Instagram. And I also like because it's like non-committal, you know, like I said, you can make this as aggressive or as low key as you want. Do you want to take like, you know, a two mile walk on like a nature preserve or do you that has porta potties at the front of the trail? Oh. Or do you want to like be a backpacker and go on like a five day journey in the woods? Up to I, you. I don't. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. So I like to go somewhere in between, but I think it's really good. It's very flexible and I think it provides a lot of happiness and I think everybody should do it. Yeah. Yep, yep, I agree. Yep, yep, yep. I feel like it's uh, one of those hobbies that, I mean, I'm sure you can get burnt out on it or go through phases where you yeah. do it more, but I overall, I feel like you're not really going to get burnt out on it because you can only do it so often. Yeah. And it's really just like, walking sometimes at an incline sometimes not yeah so like how can you get burnt out of just yeah. moving your body outdoors exactly yeah i usually do, spring and fall are the best i think for hiking i think you can get burnt out if you do a lot in the summer and it's just mm. like humid and you're uncomfortable and it's hot and you're just like Ugh. last year i went on a trail with christopher and i was like Christopher runs hot. He does. He runs. He keeps our apartment so warm. It's just core body temperature. He's like a werewolf in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on this really tough trail. This is like his third time hiking with me ever. We're both out of shape. We decided to go mid-July. It's hot Ugh. as fuck. So humid. There's a, there. you know, tumble down. There's a lake at the top. Mm. The lake is ice cold and I was like I'll probably dip my toes in because it's so hot but I've never I've only been swimming up there once because it's always so cold when you get up there the whole time he's like I'm so excited I brought my bathing suit I'm gonna go swimming I'm gonna go diving backstroke front stroke gonna do flips he's excited to go it's sunny it's blazing hot by the time we get to the top of the mountain it is cold cloudy windy starting to rain oh my god and we're both like uh. Uh, I, we're never we're, I've never been so uncomfortable I'm like uh, I was hot and now I am cold and now it is raining and so we I didn't even dip my toes in I was just like I'm done that sounds terrible yeah it was you know yeah I bet I, he's still with me <laughs> and you're still with him yeah 
I bet, yeah, I bet one of the ways that I guess you could get burnt out is if you just try to do too much, which is, you know, a common problem that we fall into yeah. as ADHDers. Start where, slow. Yeah, start slow and like remember what it's about, you know, like remember what it's for, what what it's all for. But really, right. like I feel like some people are like, all right, now I got to accomplish this and now I got to do this and yeah. they make it more about like the They're achievement. Like, I got to climb the next highest mountain and you don't. Just do yeah. do what you like. Do I what have... feels good. Don't push yourself so much that you're going to like, you know, be uncomfortable and hate it. You'll have to be a little uncomfortable. That's mm-hmm. just like kind of part of being outdoors. But yeah, don't push yourself so much that you're going to ruin it for yourself. Keep right. it fun. Keep it fun. Keep it light. You know, if you're a hardcore hiker, sure. But the most important thing, I think, is to be safe. Pack appropriately. Bring enough water. Don't be like jumping around on loose rocks. Stay on trail. Oh, my God. Why are people going off trail? And if you get lost, backtrack to the nearest trail marker and go from there. Even if you're like, well, I think it's over here. Don't cut through the woods to to go to the trail that you think you were on, you know? Yep. Follow? Yep. Okay. We probably need to transition. Yep. Am I doing it now? Could this be a transition? Could it be? And we'll see if we're in a world of pure transitionation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Are you ready for alternative segments? Alternative segments. (laughs) This is a segment that is a grab bag of segments. It changes every time. Sometimes we have repeat customers. Sometimes we have returned things. Sometimes we don't. And it's kind of like wherever our heart takes us. We we, We thought of when we were starting the podcast, we had so many segments. And then we realized we're just going to have to have a segment about different segments. Yep, this is our meta segment. Segment within a segment. Yep. So this week, our segment is My My Current Hyperfocus. All right, Grace, what's your hyperfocus of this week? Uh, All right, my current hyperfocus is The Ultimatum. Yep. Which is a trashy reality show on Netflix. Sure, sure, sure. It sounds dramatic. It is. I love a psychologically damaging reality show. (laughs) Psychologically damaging for the people who go on it. The concepts are always really fucked up. Like, take your partner and go live with someone else for three weeks, but like date them alongside your partner and then come back and live with your partner. Is that the ultimatum? Yes. I fought it. I I started it and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. I despise all of these people. Uh, But my friend Abby made me push through it and I did it. So it's a couple and then they go and live with other people and then they have to come back and decide whether they want to continue. Yeah, it's like a bunch of couples who are, one of them is giving a marriage ultimatum. All of them are like- Oh, it's about marriage? Yes, yes. It's so like- they're gonna, I thought it was just like whether we want to stay together or no, not. No, it's a marriage ultimatum of marry, oh, marry me or we'll break up. But Jesus. Yes, all of these people are like 23, 24 what? and they're giving an ultimatum. So that no. immediately I was like, I hate this. No. I hate anyone who oh, would do God. that. That's 24. 24. Anybody who would do that anyway, yes. marry me or break up, you need therapy. Because a lot of them were like, I just want to have a wife. And if you're not going to be my wife, then I'll find someone else. So it's like you care more about just the just status of a wife than the actual human. Then don't get married. You clearly don't love that person. That's not marriage. That's just a transaction. These are all the problems I went through in my mind of why I didn't want to start the show. But I love a reality show. I love. I just love like. The, I hate this. I love. The I hate hu- this. I love the human study of it. I love to watch human behavior. I love the sociology of it. Okay, so, I'll give you that. Thank you. So I I finally got past episode one, and then I was hooked. I always am. I knew I would be. <laughs> Finish it real fast. Finish it yeah yesterday. How long is the, how many episodes? Ten. How long are the episodes? Like an hour or forty five minutes, maybe. Mm. I watch. I, I like to binge. You know, okay. I'm a binger. And then whenever I finish a season of a reality show, I love to do a deep dive on like everyone from the show. I read articles. I find their social media accounts. I'm like reading all the drama. Jesus. I'll listen to a podcast about it. I just like want all the drama. I want to find out if my predictions were right of like what's going to happen to them after they leave the show. Because human behavior is oftentimes falls into patterns. It can be predictable. I just I love the dynamics of it, you know, and I will like obsess over it and these people for two weeks and then it's just over. And that's done. Jesus. Yep. And okay. Yeah, so that's my current hyper focus. Yeah. So, well, now that you finish it, what's the next show you're going to be That's in? my problem. Ugh, oh, I'm in a no. void. If you have a good uh, reality show for me, let me know. There's something I need to get into, like uh, 90 Day Fiance oh. and Married at First Sight. But I just can't get myself into it. I feel like it's a big mountain. Yeah. I feel like I can't do it. 
I tried I tried watching um Making Anna on Netflix. That mm. one about that like cuz I actually listened to a bunch of uh podcasts about that and it was really interesting. But the oh my god, a- each episode is like an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's That's so drawn out. I'm like Let's go, people. This does not have to be that long. Yeah, I agree. They definitely like each episode's like a movie. Yeah, it's there's no way it's Netflix. That's unnecessary. Come on. But reality shows like each episode just flies by because it's like there's so much happening. You know? Yeah. What's what's going to happen? It's always like I get so stressed from the drama. I can't do it. Oh, you know. Okay, so for people who don't like the drama and find it stressful or trashy or you know annoying, trashy, just stressful. A good one is 20-somethings Austin. It's on Netflix. I've told you about it before. I've tried to make you watch it. But if you don't like the cattiness of reality shows and you just want to like, you just like watching people like, you know, having fun together, doing doing things, doing life things, check out 20-somethings Austin. It's just a bunch of like nice people all living in a house together, starting their lives in Austin. And it's a good study in neurodivergence. There are a few people on there that I'm like, who? Uh, <laughs> I think you're one of us. But they're like really nice to each other. And you can tell that the show isn't trying to like, you know, poke people or get drama going. It's just yeah. like, it just kind of unfolds naturally. And it's just like about their oh. friendship. So that's a lovely one. That's what I would like to watch. Do it. Please do it. Because I would love to talk to you about it. Okay. All right. Can First, I tell you about my hyperfocus? Because it's been bothering me. I have to share. It's been bothering me too. Yeah. Because you've alluded to it, but you won't tell me. Okay. Here's here's the question I've been thinking about for over a week at all times. Yep. It's in the back of my mind. In surgery, charting, running around town. I'm thinking about this. I can't wait to hear it. Here's my question. Why do horses have one hoof? And by one hoof, you mean like... Like not a cloven hoof, but just one. So like on each foot. On each foot. There is they're, one they're hoof. Not a one, you're not asking why are all horses one footed? Yeah, no, yeah. Because am I am I correct in saying yes? Because <laughs> most horses are in fact four footed. All right, I'm glad we clarified that. <laughs> so you mean yes. the actual like hoof that's on the foot? Yes, it's just so most creatures the hoof is just one thing. Yeah, it's just one nugget, right? Yep. So most creatures have like a cloven type of hoof. Yes, goats, pigs, but horses, donkeys, mules, zebras, one hoof. Yep. Why? Why? At first, I was like, oh, maybe because they can run faster, but are deer not super fast? They are. They're super fast. I agree. Right? I'm agreeing with so, you. So I don't think it's that. So I did a Google. I haven't figured out my answer. But uh, here is what I have found in my research so far. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So in taxonomy, which is like the categorizing of animals based on like their genetics and whatnot, sure. hoofed animals are in the clade, which is like, remember, kingdom phylum genus species there's another thing called clade. class order family genus species yeah i don't know where clade fits in but clade a... isn't in there yeah and i think it's like it's in there they've changed it oh no yeah that's one of the things that i have memorized yeah well rememorize it there's a thing called clade and i don't know if it's like a sub genus or something you know ah this throws anyway. everything off Anyway, they're in the clade called ungulates, right? <laughs> so, which is a fun name, but that's split into two sections, okay? So, you have your first ungulate, which is called, and I'm butchering this name. Are you ready? No. Arteodactyla. And that is all even toed hoofed animals, okay? Uh-huh, so, yep. pigs, giraffes, goats, camels, buffalo, antelope, deer, and many, many more, okay? Yeah. But following. then you have the perisodactyla okay you, you nailed it yep yep nailed it that's odd toed animals right yep. so this includes rhinos who have three little hoovy things oh you're right right they're toed they're technically called toes i guess cuz it's the hoof is def- is like a nail what do elephants have don't they have three also elephants weren't in here okay i don't what know what the hell i don't know it might be different. All right. All right. So rhinos that have one, horses that have two, and tapers. And I know what you're thinking. Tapers have four toes. But you're wrong. Tapers have four toes in the front and then three toes on the back. All right. Whoa. So each, so front feet have four toes each. Back feet have three toes each. And apparently that makes them qualify for the parasitodactyla. It's like a reverse tricycle. And that's all I've gotten so far. <laughs> that all went right. down a long, dark hole of looking at cute little baby tapers. Aww. They're adorable. So you don't have an answer of why? I don't. It's the research continues. My All work right. continues. <laughs> All right. Until you or you burn out. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. All right. I hope you find the answer yeah. before you move on from this topic. Yeah. Same. I'd like to uh, know. If anybody has any 
thoughts or feelings are on why horses have one toe per foot. They're a one-toed... They're a parasodactyla, as we all know. They're a parasodactyla, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Maybe Why it's just, is that? I just feel maybe like it's just the, God's design. Yeah, there's got to be an there's got to be an advantage, right? Because because most animals are in fact even toed, or maybe it's about just the structure of the whole animal. Where because of how a horse is built. It benefits in some way from yes, having. Yes, but why? What is toe? the benefit? I don't know. Why? Why is the benefit of having one toe? Because I feel like everything that I think about in my mind, the benefit would be the two toes. You get more grip. You think? You don't know. Why is one toe better than two toes for the horse? These are the questions we have. Yes, the research continues, and that's been my hyper focus. All right, this right. <laughs> is bad. Alternative segments. What? Alternative. All right, that was great. So, yeah, that was a good yeah, one. This, uh, very different, very different hyper focuses. Yeah, yeah, yep, <laughs> yep. for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, are you ready to get into these pizza secrets? Yeah, let's fly through these pizza secrets. All right, let's uh, sing the song first, and then we can talk about it. Okay. All right. Pizza secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza secrets. All right, pizza secrets. I don't even know how we came up with pizza secrets. I think we were eating pizza or we Obviously. had ordered pizza. Uh, ordered pizza and talking about little little shitty things that we did that are funny now, but probably weren't then. <laughs> or maybe they were funny then. But yeah, I don't I don't know exactly where it came yeah, from. So, but that's exactly what they are. Little shitty things that are funny now, but not really funny then. And they're not crimes. Not crimes. They Stop could, sending us your crimes. They could be little kid crimes. You know, they could be like child crimes. Child crimes. Like me breaking the window of my middle school with a rock in eighth grade. It's like. Oh, true. Is that technically a crime? Technically. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. Probably. But You're I was going a, to jail. I was a child. So statute of limitations does exist. Very true. Very yeah. true. So just little shitty things that we've done because we're, uh, you know, just little troublemakers. And it's we do funny. a lot of shitty little things. Yeah. And it's funny. I don't know. Thought it'd be funny. Yeah. All right, Kristen. Yeah. Tell us a pizza secret. Uh, I've named this sprinting at the dentist. <laughs> All right. I, in high school, I got my, or maybe it was middle school, uh, younger, I got my wisdom teeth out. When do you get your wisdom teeth out? High school? Like high school. I got mine out even older. It depends on when they come in, but okay. usually high school. I think it was high school. Anyway, getting my wisdom teeth out, you get you get like the nitrous gas, right? It makes mm. you a little loopy. So I get them all out. I have the cotton balls and then my dad takes me to the checkout so we can check out and I'm waiting there to check out. And then in my mind, I just go, I'm out. <laughs> and I just and the dentist's office is in like it's in a the second floor of the office building. Mm. And there's other offices at the time below this dentist office. And it's a very busy dentist office. And I just like. I don't know what came over me. I just booked it. I just, I like bust through the waiting room and I just like sprint down the stairs. My dad's like, Jesus Christ, where's she going? And one of the nurses is running after me and I'm like down the stairs. It's like, <laughs> I get out to get her. They're like, no, you can't just sprint. You're on drugs. And I'm just like, <laughs> dripping blood behind you. I scared a little old lady. She's trying to come up the stairs. I was like, out of my way. Run! Get out of here! Look what they've done to me! And my dad, like, he was just like, oh, you could just send the bill to the house, I guess. <laughs> I just waited for him at the car, and he's like, are you done? And then I slept for, like, ten hours. Yeah, you, as so, you probably should have. I don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Unless it's at the dentist. And yeah. then you should do drugs. Yeah, and then, yeah, I, I mean, I went back, but I think they, I was like... There was like a big red X on my chart being like, she's a runner. <laughs> Strap her down. <laughs> but yeah, sprinting at the dentist. I love it. Yeah. What's your pizza secret? All right. Mine is called Sometimes Instructions Are Good. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they're always. good. Um, I know you're gonna get a I know you're gonna give me a lot of shit for this because you're gonna bring up the time that I tried to light a uh, battery operated candle. Yep. This is kind of along those same lines. And you're still mad about it. I'm not mad about it. You I just got, defend my position. You, you defend your position. There was a battery-operated candle. You tried to light the light bulb with a lighter, and then you broke the candle. My position is, A, we've never had battery-operated candles in my home, so I guess I didn't really even understand the concept. We weren't, 
I never thought that people would have them. It we just weren't allowed to have regular candles because we lived in a cardboard box, basically a very unsafe home. I know that was incredibly flammable. This isn't even my secret. We're going <laughs> down a road that I don't want to go down. Right we now. like made a group decision not to have regular candles. I forgot, and I don't know about battery operated candles. Yeah, they're and so for I just, aesthetics only. I assume can all candles are flame candles. So without looking, I was just like trying it to light it like a plastic candle. Had a battery. You're in the assuming bottom. I pay attention I way more than feel I do. Like it's just it. I float through my life barely being conscious of what my body is doing. You know, <laughs> so I'm like barely in my body ever. I'm always up here, always up in the clouds. You could see the little spinny thing of the light bulb. It was like very clearly a light bulb. I wasn't looking in the candle. This is your. I. I have no words. The same thing happened with the frogs, uh, drinking the frogs. I'm not going to go into that one either. But that's, you know, a pattern in my life where I do stuff without looking at it first. Uh. Or like drinking out of a straw without looking if it's like been cleaned out first, you know? Oh. Then you get like a dusty straw. Uh. Yeah. So I do a lot of stuff like that. So it, it, the candle thing makes sense. But here's another example of that. Okay. So you know those heating pads that you can buy at like Walgreens or whatever and you just open it up and then it just like. Kind of like the uh, hand hand and feet warmers. Oh, yeah, yeah, You just, like, take it out of its you package. You shake it a little. Yeah, yeah, and then it'll just, like, heat up. Yeah. I had one of those. I think I was probably in, like, middle school. I remember it so, so specifically. But we had one of those at the house. I didn't realize. I guess I had never encountered one of those before. In my experience, you put a heating pad in the microwave. And so I was like, oh, heating no. pad, microwave. So I don't read oh, the instructions because I'm like, no. ah, I got this. Heating pad, microwave. So I open up, take it out, put it in the microwave, put it on 30 minutes instead no. of three. No! So not only did I put it in the microwave when it shouldn't go in the microwave, I put it on 30 no. minutes instead of three, which it shouldn't have been on at all. I don't oh know where I got God. three minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, heating pad three minutes. I'm having an emotional reaction. And after a few minutes, I started hearing this noise from the microwave. And it was like, I look over and it's like sparking ah, and like there's smoke like coming out. Yeah. Yep. And I opened it up and it was just like filled smoke. with smoke and it had like oh caught on God. fire a little bit. And uh, Did it ruin the microwave? No, the microwave was okay. But I don't think I told anyone about it until now. It was one of my secret shames. <laughs> until now. Because it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Oh, man. So, lesson learned. That ended terribly. Yeah, I kind of like burned my whole house yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Very yep. easily. But I didn't. Uh, so I saved it, I guess. So that just teaches me a lesson that I didn't learn because I still don't read instructions. But sometimes instructions are good. You know, one time I put a metal pot in the microwave. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's was, way worse. I was in middle There's school. There's a rule. Oh, so I was, was I. <laughs> There's a rule about metal pots and they don't go in the microwave ever. <laughs> and my mom like <laughs> saw me do this and I go to press start and she goes, no. And like swats my hand. She goes, not ever. Not ever. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I'll never forget this. <laughs> like haunts me sometimes you need the trauma otherwise you'll put a metal pot in the microwave yeah yeah, so so. all right (laughs) instructions are good right sometimes instructions are good and that's my pizza secret pizza secret pizza secret nice that's it yeah all right those are lovely secrets thanks for sharing thank you for sharing you guys listeners got some bonus secrets there (laughs) yeah yeah candles threw a few out there yeah the frog drinking story i have to wait until we have the infamous meat candle or peter peter onto the show (laughs) Because he and I had to an talk incident. about his meat candles. Yes, but also he and I had an incident with a frog in Australia. I, I, I'll save it. Save it because I can't. It's I can't upsetting. right now. I'm upset already. I still have trouble thinking about it. But yeah, it's something. It's in my history. You know, I can't can't run from my past. <sighs> I just I just know it's gonna be gross. It is. It's yeah. very gross. Uh, All right, uh, let's take let's uh, trot our one toad four-legged horse <laughs> for into a total town. of four toes. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and neither does he he's confused confused he's tired looking he's, for love <laughs> yeah and looking for a nice place to stay the night maybe oh to settle down maybe on a train Ooh. oh sparks flying oh that, that's the train <laughs> that's my heating pad in the mic right oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that all of that is to say that we're coming to the end of the show yep and isn't it about time <laughs> it certainly is. Aren't we glad it's here? Yeah. If you what a want, journey. Yeah. <laughs> if you for some reason want to find us on social media and participate in our polls, check out our weekly episode postings. 
Um, and other fun things, DMing us, whatever. You can find us on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather and on TikTok at Weirds of a Feather. Yeah, we've been posting polls about April Anarchy, although by the time this airs, this will be done. April Anarchy is done. Forget about April Anarchy. Until next April. Yep. Yep. And then get ready again. But until then, uh, you can also email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to share any of your pizza secrets, your quirks, your accomplishments, if you have a cool story about how a horse falls in love with a train, if you want to write a new musical number for our hobby collector uh, song yes. that we desperately need help for, or if you just have some fun facts about why toes why toes only have one hoof, <laughs> tell us uh, why horses only have one hoof per foot. Let us know. I'm dying to know the answer to that one. Same. And also, when does a walk become a hike? Oh, that's, that's right. We were It'll talking about that today. It will be in a poll. When does a walk become a hike? Yep. All right. Well, all right. That's been our show. Thanks for listening. Okay. I think that's it. We'll yeah. talk to you next time. You want to squawk our show? <sighs> I had a Get plan us. to practice and then I just yeah. didn't. I always come in just impulsively. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> That one you might have to like lower the volume. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> oh. It's oh, like a baby no. vulture. I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Maybe a whistle? <laughs> no, no, no. Do I not know how to whistle? I don't think you know how to whistle. You know what that's going to sound great is you whistling into the microphone. <laughs> this is not the time yeah. to practice. <laughs> ah. Why do you have to embarrass me like uh, that? Ready? <laughs> All right, that's All it. All right, we're done. We're done. Bye. Bye.